What if it rained food? What if Earth was a cube? What if we had nine lives? What if bits could fly? It's absurd. If money grew on trees, if we didn't have knees, if we walked through life slightly magnetical, it's absurd. Absurd hypotheticals. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Absurd Hypotheticals, the show we overthink dumb questions so you don't have to. I'm your host, Marcus Laner, and I'm joined here today by Chris Yee and Ben Storms. Say hi, guys. Hey, I'm Chris. Hey, I'm Ben. Hey, so we got a fun one today. So if this is your first time listening to the podcast, this will be slightly different than a typical episode. Um, so normally we kind of tackle one question or topic and each prepare an answer and, uh, you know, kind of present those and do a little back and forth there. Um, but every once in a while we like to do a lightning round where we don't do any research and we answer kind of just a whole bunch of different questions and just, you know, wing it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, questions that we wouldn't be able to do full answers on. <laughs> yeah, so a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of these questions are a little bit a little, a little sillier or a little like, you know, have less scientific implications. I don't know. Or we just want to think about the scientific implications. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, we, or we're like, oh, we're not doing that one. Ever. Yeah, I'm not spending a week researching that. Come on. <laughs> Although I won't say this is where our questions go to die, but this is where our questions that we feel will be better in a, in a shorter format. Go. That's where they go to die. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. We're supposed to. This is. This could be someone's first episode, Ben. I mean, dying can be fun. Anyway, let's. Some of our lightning rounds are some of our best episodes. Yes, they are. So I'm trying to sell them that they're <laughs> let's, fun. Let's and reiterate not the worst. that. Yeah, it's very important. <laughs> it's called marketing, guys. I think. Is it marketing when you're marketing your own show in your show? No, if you're right listening to it, it's just like positive reinforcement. I don't know. <laughs> just That's just doing the show. We should just do a good job, probably. <laughs> All right, let's start doing a good job then. Our, our first question is, what if everyone forgot everything overnight? So I think the reason this question is on here is because we did... Didn't we have a question that's sort of similar? We did one where everyone... I think it was... It was like everyone lost their short-term memory. And couldn't wait. Was that it? Or what? I think it was you couldn't learn anything. You couldn't learn anything. That's what it was. Yeah. So we, we we've done a couple of variations on this thought. But we never did if everyone forgot everything overnight because it really depends on what you mean by everything. So let's 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 establish. Do we mean just like you're including your life basic life skills? Are we saying that you revert back to like being just born? Right. Like, do you forget language? Do you forget? You know. Wait. Hold on. Quick. Quick aside. We did do a question that was what if everyone lost their memory every day. Okay, so we're that's every day. I think this one was was one time. One time. Overnight. Okay. Important to make. Yeah, we're that really clear. splitting hairs now, huh? <laughs> no, that's a pretty important <laughs> distinction to make. I think. I knew that there is we we had covered something more similar than what you guys are saying. Yeah, that's why I went inject. Yeah. We also definitely didn't ditch um, basic life skills and you know common sense because I think the morning of this is going to be very problematic. Mm -hmm. For example, me and my girlfriend sleep in the same bed, so if I wake up and now I'm next to a stranger, also I have no idea what the hell anything is, I might freak out a little bit. That's going to be the problem number one. Wait, so are we saying that you retain all your skills and stuff? You just lose your memory? I think I like that that interpretation more. Okay. That's more fun. Yeah. Otherwise, everyone's just dumb and we all die. So do we lose like all of our school stuff, like school knowledge? Oh, like history and math and basic stuff like that yeah i think yes i would say yes okay anything that's like learned knowledge it's hard to draw the line of what we forget and what we don't i mean this is a lightning round so i'm kind of in for just like forgetting everything <laughs> yeah that makes things simpler okay well let's do that one really quickly if you forget everything everyone's gonna die in like a week <laughs> yeah <laughs> the end i think that's why it's more interesting not to do that <laughs> i don't know i feel like your survival instincts might be able to take you Far enough. I mean, generally, you have enough things you'd be able to identify as food in your house to not die. I mean, would you, though? Like, think about the food you keep in your house. I mean, are you saying you won't be able to tell that it's food? I will. There will be the issue of I will have forgotten how long those leftovers have been in the fridge. I mean, there will also be the issue that you'll, you'll forget that, like, raw chicken, you probably shouldn't just eat straight out of the package. Mm. I mean, your odds aren't that bad eating raw chicken. <laughs> well, okay. But, I mean, all right. <laughs> fine. We are not. We are not recommending it, um, listeners. Do not yeah. eat raw chicken. But that is, like, that's not that's not approved. See, I don't. I don't have that problem because I don't really cook. All my food is like pre cooked, so I don't have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> do you have to microwave any of it? Because you're not going to do that. It's still edible. 
still tastes decently okay. I'm I'm just seeing I'm just seeing Chris like eating the pasta and pack it from an easy mat container, just like straight. <laughs> just munching down on a block of ramen. There you go. <laughs> it hurts my gums, but it's keeping me alive. Hey, some people eat ramen without cooking it. That's a thing. That is a thing, unfortunately. I think what I said still stands though. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I still think everyone everyone dies very quickly because I, I just I just I just yeah, don't see this I going agree. well. Yeah, it'd be a bit of a mess. Yes, I I think that the other one's way more fun. And the question I wanted to pose to you is, if oh I guess the internet screwed things up, huh? Unless we can't figure out how to get on the internet. Oh, that's <laughs> I think that's what we brought up in the other question that was similar to this. Yeah, I think so. And that was a way to like bridge the gap. Um, well, funnily, those of you with phones with Face ID will have a better shot than the, those of you that have a passcode. That is true. Face ID or if you use like, like uh, fingerprint. fingerprint. Yeah. So you have better odds. So basically I think I think the face ID is the best odds because all you got to do is like pick it up and look at it. F- the fi- the finger one you have to learn to touch the right spot with your thumb. Yeah, it's not very intuitive. And then the passcode obviously is just an impossibility because you don't remember it. Right. That's assuming that we know what our phone is and what the internet is. Also that. Pretty much no one will be able to get into a computer either because they'll forget all your passwords. Yeah, everything requires a password. There are some people who had their computers without passwords on them. I don't recommend it, but there are people who do it. Yeah. So they can get on. I mean, I feel like navigating a computer is going to be... Tricky? Yeah, it's going to be tricky. Yeah. Phones, I think, might be just intuitive enough because all you have to do is hit shit that interests you, like with your... like clumsy forgetful hands but a computer is like you have to know where you're going i feel like if we forgot everything we wouldn't even try to like go on our phones or computers well and what i was just thinking was like oh you're just going wikipedia but you're not gonna like you would have to literally you have to know what wikipedia is <laughs> well it's like if you have a bookmark to wikipedia and figure out what an encyclopedia is and make the jump to realizing it's that it can tell you things I think if someone had a bookmark to Wikipedia, they might just like be lucky enough to be like clicking around through shit randomly and land on it and realize, hey, this could be useful. Like if you don't know what your phone is and you just see a bunch of colors on a screen, is your instinct going to be just to tap randomly on it? I, I mean, don't think if it someone, is. So, so, all right. So someone unlocks the phone. They manage to randomly poke like the Chrome icon and things happen. They get excited. They manage to randomly click until they hit Wikipedia. Wikipedia has an app. There is a Wikipedia app. There is. So so that, that takes out a step as well. Okay. I guess it, yeah, I guess your instinct would be to touch the screen. Like you try to pull at it or something, maybe. Well, I think, I think like, like you would, you would touch it because it's glowing, right? Yeah. I don't know if you'd necessarily tap it with one finger. Maybe you'd like mash it with your hand like your palm <laughs> well we're not like we're not like cave people like yeah, but we don't know what touch screens are yeah but they're pretty intuitive is what i'm saying like yeah it doesn't require like you can very see that you get immediate response when you move your touch things like things happen like you can figure that out pretty easily like a computer is like the interface is a little bit less to connect the mouse to the mouse on the screen and you know icons and getting the right apps like that's that's a that is a stretch but a phone is really intuitive yeah i guess the touch screen is more intuitive than mouse and keyboard now i'm actually wondering how useful being on wikipedia would be because there's a lot of pages on wikipedia and most of them are not very useful <laughs> wikipedia is kind of like the the way after if you can get past the initial swell of problems like that's how you rebuild it's on like the main page of wikipedia if you don't like click through to a, an article an existing article it varies day to day right they just pick a random article there's, there's a bunch of links and stuff right oh no it's just oh this is a problem actually it's just a search bar mm. search bar and then there's english okay so if you click if you go to english i assume we in this situation we can read yeah no yeah i'm gonna say we can read so you click english you can read and write you just don't know what all the words mean <laughs> you don't know that you speak english so there's in the news and there's from today's featured articles and then there's other stuff. I guess it's stuff specifically about today. There's a current events link. Well, that's not going to be helpful. I mean, it would be immediately helpful. It would at least give you some idea. Well, who's writing an article? Who's, who's updating the current events? Well, you learn everything about the day before this happens. Yeah. There's a society button. That seems useful. Is that, is that the one that rebuilds society for you? Yep. <laughs> Just that All right, one. we solved it. All we have to do is hit the society button. I guess I guess short answer is that things would still be pretty bad, but not as bad as if we forgot literally everything. 
Yeah, it depends where you draw the line on memory, but they're all different sorts of bad. Our next question here, what if you had 20 fingers, twice as many? We just recently did 20 toes. Well, not explicitly, but that was like a result of having wide feet. Would you be better or worse at playing piano? I think you'd be better. Are your so here's my question though. Are your hands the same width? This is, is oh. sort of the, the inverse of of the wide feet problem. Are your hands twice as wide with twice as many fingers, or are they the same width, which is like fingers in all the gaps? I think you have, if you have mm. wide hands, then you're better at playing piano. If you have normal size hands but twenty fingers, then you're worse. I would agree. Basically, what I've done is I, I just put one hand on top of the other hand to make eight fingers in the middle and the thumb on either side. So it's the bad one, is what you're saying. Uh, so you're not. So you're saying we don't have thin fingers; they're just more clustered. Yeah. Yeah, you're way worse at playing piano. Yeah. No, I think you're still better. The two thumbs, if nothing else, will get you there. I guess this the extra thumb would help. It increases your range by like a good like couple inches. All right, because I haven't said this yet, I hate this, by the way, now that I'm looking at yeah, it. Yeah, that's a given. It's, yeah, body horror stuff. You get the idea. Although your grip on things is going to be a lot better. Two opposable thumbs is way better than one opposable you're thumb. You're less dexterous, I think. You're more dexterous. Are you kidding? I don't think so. You're you're less dexterous, but you do have better grip because you have more points of contact. Like per finger, you have less movement. Each finger has less, like a smaller range of motion. I think you're okay though, because because you just have you always have a finger where a finger would have been able to go before. Sometimes two fingers. <laughs> well, then it's like, what if you had? Uh, this is kind of weird to think of, but like if you in like a mitten version of a hand versus a glove version of a hand, which is what we have now. Because that's basically what you're saying is that there would be part of a finger where your finger normally is, but that's not necessarily better. Thing is, you're thinking like, like I don't like the mitten example because a thick mitten is not really what you have. You'd have like a, like a, a thin mitten and you can do a lot with that. Like you can still, you can still always fold down the finger. Like it, it... Can we talk about the second opposable thumb? Because I think all the, the, the slight loss of dextrose on the, on the main fingers, I think is all undone by the second thumb. I don't know if this situation necessarily means that we have a second thumb on our hand. That's a good well, I'm point. I'm saying it is. I'm setting the hypothetical. I would argue that we would not have a second thumb. Yeah, if I was looking at this question, I'd say we don't. We can make that a different question, though. <laughs> what if you had four thumbs? You'd be really good at saying how much you like movies. <laughs> I, think this is the, I think this is the first time of this lighting round where we spend so much time arguing about what question we're trying to answer. <laughs> Makes me very happy. <laughs> it's been happening more often with the main questions. It has. All right. I'm, I'm, I agree with Chris. It's only two thumbs. Two thumbs way up. <laughs> what would we call all the fingers? Because we have names for every finger right now. Well, the middle finger is clearly no longer the middle finger. Yeah, we don't have a middle finger anymore. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> we can have a wow, left middle and a right deep. middle finger. <laughs> that's deep. I mean, we probably just either have some weird archaic naming system for the fingers from whenever it started. If it was like all the, always that way or we would just... All right. Ones that we, we would still definitely have a pointer finger, ring finger, and pinky. And thumb. And thumb. Two thumbs. Wait. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, but only two. So just everything. We'd have names for everything except for the middle finger. I mean, we'd figure them. Yeah. And then we'd have. And we'd have five, five additional, additional fingers, fingers that we need names for, which I don't. What's a good group of five that we could use? Hold on. With that many fingers, we probably just call them like by their number, right? Second finger, third finger, fourth finger. That's boring. It is, but that's what we do. What if we just use the? What if we just name them after the uh, the Ninja Turtles plus the? Uh, oh, I like that. And then oh, what's the rat's name? I forgot. Uh, the rat's Shredder. Name. Wait, no. Splinter. No, <laughs> that's not, the bad guy, Ben. Splinter. 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 Okay. So in different. my defense, hold on. Ninja Turtles, you're bad. Why? Why do you have <laughs> characters named Shredder and Splinter that are like diametrically opposed? Also, I take it back. Splinter's a terrible name for a finger. That's like it's not jinxing good. it. <laughs> yeah. Just jinxing it to get a splinter. We can just call it the the tall finger. Or the long finger or something. Long finger? <laughs> At least for the, the whatever the longest finger is, we'll call it the long finger. All right, that's fair. One down, five to go. <laughs> Just... I still hate visualizing this. Yeah, I know. I think Michelangelo, I think we... Donatello, and long finger. <laughs> <laughs> I still think they just might have numbered if we have that many that we never come up. Like we might call like like pointer and ring, pointer and ring, because you know those are pretty like distinctive, I guess, but. So you're going to say pointer, ring, and second finger? I think that technically it'll just be like thumb and first through ninth finger, but people will call like the first finger the pointer and 
whichever one we pick to wear our rings on at that point, the ring finger. Which side do you start on with the numbers? Because I think different people count on different fingers when they count. I, I think it's the one next to the thumb. Wait, 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 wait. I just figured this out. We're not going to name any of these. We're not going to name any of these things. Just think about our toes. We have our pinky toe and our big toe, but no one named the other three. Yeah, we don't have names That's for That's true. Toes. We don't have names for No toes. one cares about them. They just, they just aren't there. We don't use them and no one sees yeah. them. Yeah. There's no, specific, there's no specificity to them. So we don't need to name all the fingers. Boom. Solved it. Next question. <laughs> what if your head was twice as big? I assume Ben does not like this as well. I don't. I really don't. When did we become a body horror podcast? Episode one? Yeah, episode one. <laughs> yeah, we got to body horror pretty quickly. And once again, I don't, I'm actually weirdly, I'm not bothered by body horror in like movies and stuff. I, in fact, I'm not going to say I enjoy it, but a lot of my favorite like, like horror movies and stuff involve it. What about like Guillermo del, del Toro creature style stuff? Love it. They're great. Love Guillermo del Toro. I love, I love the thing. I love alien. Like you like the guy with the eyes in his palms. Oh yeah. He's great. <laughs> Big fan. I think it's, I think it's more when I have to like look at my own, look at my own body and visualize this stupid hypothetical that you presented Marcus. What if you had <laughs> eyes in your palms? Weirdly. Okay. With that. Didn't we do that one? I feel like we answered that question before. No, I think I brought it up. I think I put it on the list and you guys were like, no, we're not going to answer that. We've done it on the feet some, at some point, I think, in a lightning round back when. Oh, yeah. I think I did the feet. I suggested the feet. It, it could have been It could have been a would you rather, too. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, what if your head was twice as big? Because we haven't talked about it yet. Is Okay. This is important. Does your neck have any reinforcement? <laughs> Otherwise, this answer goes pretty downhill. I think naturally you're, you don't, but you would have to like add something yeah you would develop it over time or neck braces yeah i guess if if this is an evolutionary thing then your neck would naturally get stronger oh god i hate the idea of our super jack necks <laughs> veiny throbbing necks please no i just no do we get twice as smart or more than twice as smart because of huh. our bigger headspace and brain size so so either either our brain is bigger or we have a really thick skull both are fun in different ways. Huh. They are fun in different ways. They are. Let's start with the let's start with the thick skull cuz I like that one better. Getting smart is 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 a is a layman's hypothetical everyone was super smart. But what if we had a big thick like, you know, like that dinosaur skull? That would make our head even heavier probably. I mean, looking at looking at uh like evolution of other animals with thick skulls, we would probably solve a lot of problems by ramming our heads into each other, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> We do the full-on, like, ram, you know, slam your, or, like, bison slam your head into each other to, like, solve disputes. Yeah, like, how many, how many, how many tools would we not need if we had a big hard head? I mean, Hammers. Like, yeah, hammers, obviously. That's the big one. <laughs> yeah, big hammers, too. Sledgehammers don't need those. That'd be difficult to be precise with your head, though. No, it wouldn't. It's your head. You, you just wash the ball all the way in. Come on. Yeah, but you can't do that unless you're, like, your eyes have to be pointed away from it at some point. I mean, I feel like I could very easily, like, if I was trying to hit a nail at the very center of my forehead, I would be have a very easy time of doing that. I guess it is a, a large surface area. Yeah. Also, it's like, it's an area I have a lot of control of. Like, my senses are right there. I just have to, like, make it so that my eyes almost hit the nail. <laughs> All right. Are there literally any other changes from very thick skulls? Don't need helmets. Don't need helmets. I mean, you are probably going to hit your head a lot more often. Maybe everyone always wears helmets more for, like cosmetic purposes so you don't just like have a stupid bloody head all the time wait is your head can be bloody i guess well no because you're like hitting stuff with it like you saw a skin on your head that's gross <laughs> well it's not gross that's just how <laughs> better than the alternative that's... right <laughs> that's how your head works i don't what's gross well it's gross that we're always gonna have blood on your head well that's why you're a helmet i know but we responded to what you're gonna have skin on your head oh that's gross oh <laughs> uh, i mean that that was a response to the blood part <laughs> i hadn't thought about Skeletal it yet but says that's true. gross <laughs> <laughs> who has skin on their head not me <laughs> i never i mean if that's the case i feel like we wouldn't use our heads as hammers <laughs> yeah you yeah, have probably to have like not. a, a fun plate or something i don't know but i don't know i guess you would probably have less concussions and things sports might be more dangerous football anyway I think a lot of the problems with concussions are your brain bouncing around anyways. It probably wouldn't actually help. So is our is it just the top of our head that's twice as big? Or is it everything on our head, is, like our face and stuff is twice oh, as big? Oh, our whole no, face and everything. Yeah. 
Oh, you could see so much further and have such better depth perception. Is that true? Yeah. yeah I, think, I think bigger eyes do help your vision. Because, like, remember that, you know that, you ever see that, that meme one where it's, like, a math problem if, if you know, uh, it was, like, if Legolas could see that far with his elven eyes, how big would they have to be? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. And then, they like, they, they, you know, they found it was, like, some ridiculously large size, and then the student drew a picture of it, <laughs> and it was yeah. really funny. And I remember I was researching one of the questions where we get small, and one of the answers was that you can't really see anything. Oh, yeah. Sounds like these, I'm happy we're an audio medium, and I can't show the funny picture to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so your vision gets better, and you can use your head as a hammer. Your hearing probably gets better, too. I don't know if your nose, if, if smell scales. I mean, you can pull more smell in. I don't know. How does smell work? I don't know how smell works. How have we ever talked about smell? I don't know, but we should put it on the list. <laughs> if you could smell good, I don't know. <laughs> Better question, question than that. I'm writing it down live. What if smell? <laughs> what if smell? All right. Damn it, you beat me to it. Ah, <laughs> stupid shared spreadsheets. All right, next question. What if all phones stopped working overnight? That wouldn't be good for our what if everyone forgot everything every night. This is true. Would this would this lead to a big burst in sales for the phone companies? So do phones just stop working in general or just all the phones that exist now stop working and then we can... All make phones ones? stop existing in general, but you're not going to assume the phone you're buying is bad and broken. I mean, you'd return it after you bought it. Oh, yeah, no, but you know, at first, well, you try, but everyone else would be, would be too busy. <laughs> they got to handle sales before they handle returns, right? Yeah, I guess it wouldn't be like you'd probably learn on the news that everyone's phone stopped working. But if you don't watch the news on TV, then you're not going to know. Yeah, I don't think I can watch the news on TV. I guess my laptop would do it. Yeah, if you have a computer, that's how you do it. Yeah, I would be looking up, hey, where do I go return my phone? And then it would be like... The first 40,000 Googlers also be, hey, why is everyone's phone not working? <laughs> hey, my phone broke. Yeah. Phones are getting pretty integrated into our lives right now. The, the interesting thing is, it's not like computers and stuff where if I lose like internet and my computers, like I lose a lot of important life stuff because I have a lot of it, you know, that's how I live my life is through the, my phone and my computer. But if I just lost my phone, what do I lose? All my contacts, obviously, is the big pain. Mm, yeah. But that's not that bad because I have lots of ways to get in touch with people that I actually need to get in touch with. Actually, yeah, most of the time I am close to a computer. It's just when I'm like walking around. Yeah. Does this actually not matter that much? I mean, some people aren't close to a computer all the time and they rely on their phone a lot more. Actually, the biggest hassle is going to be not having a phone because now I'm, I'm working now remotely from my home office and, well, I have just my cell phone. I don't, I don't, we don't have a, like a landline. Well, I guess it wouldn't work anyway if we had a landline. I guess no one would be calling me either, though. Right. Yeah. Not really much of a problem, dude. <laughs> I was wondering what you were, what you meant by that. You're like, oh, I think the biggest problem would be we, we don't have a phone. I was like, it's like yeah, that is what true. the question is. That's, that is that's yep. what the <laughs> hypothetical, hypothetical is. <laughs> we haven't even talked. We, I'm just, yeah, we're all just like focused on what if my cell phone broke, but like no one's talking about like, okay, there's no phone communication going on. I mean, I rarely call people anyway. Every once in a while, I call like my parents, but they're really the only ones I talk to on the phone. What about work? Even for work, I I use the like soft phone on my computer. Yeah, with work from home now, we have tools to do that without the phone. Yeah, or it's just like you know Microsoft Teams. Uh, I guess you guys are you guys are, have more. I don't talk to like engineer. You guys are more back end office than front end office. Yeah, I don't I don't have to talk to clients uh, like over the phone. Ugh, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all my clients are great and I love them, but. I mean, that would definitely impact a lot of jobs is not having that. It's like the, it is still the main way to get in touch with people is calling them if you don't have them in it, like a Microsoft Teams Slack. So, so I guess, is there a way to replace the phone on the computer if that like already exists? I mean, it depends if you count like WhatsApp as a phone or an internet service. Yeah, but like Otherwise, a way to do it where you, you don't have to like have your client download something special. I mean, we could adapt pretty easily like... You could use, like, worst case, like, LinkedIn chat would work for, for professional things. LinkedIn has chat? Yeah. I haven't been on LinkedIn in forever, so. Yeah, no, it has, it has, like a, it has a direct messaging. Oh. So you could, you, you, like, we could definitely adapt to all phones not working. Is there a difference between, like, having Wi-Fi to send messages and having 
like cell reception because the cell reception ha hits a lot more areas than you know the 3g connections if you're looking more rural could be a problem but i guess you could just that's kind of a problem out there generally anyway and radio stuff could replace some of that radios would be a big one all walkie talkies all day F solved it <laughs> linkedin messenger and walkie talkies next question because i feel like we solved that one or at least everyone yeah, i don't think that about. much stuff actually changes <laughs> We would have to we would have to adjust, be but we have tools. Yeah, but we have tools. What if you couldn't blink? I hate it. <laughs> I mean, your eyes would dry out, right? Like that's it. Like like you'd yeah, have to use. What happens if you have to use like eye drops? Like what happens if your eyes dry out over the course of like a day? Uh, I don't want to Google this. <laughs> like I assume bad that that's bad, but I don't know what the actual like implications are. I mean, it, there is a condition where you, where like you can't close your eyes. I'm sure. Like, do your eyes eventually stop working, or is it just hurt, or what? Well, according to the internet, if your surface of your eyes are dried, it will lead to damage of the surface of the eyes, the cornea, and conjunctiva, and the antibodies and lysosomes that are important to fight against bacteria will not be distributed onto the surface of the eyes, which makes our eyes more susceptible to infection. Then follows with, hope this will help you, big smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> that does help us. So I guess you're, eventually your eyes would just stop working, which is the boring answer. So how do we fix? So could you, I guess you could get some kind of like a, I guess a hat with a spray. <laughs> yeah, you could just use eye drops. I don't know how often you'd have to apply eye drops. Pretty often. So apparently there's something like your brain uses it to finish processing information as well. Really? Yeah. I'm trying to find more information on this right now. Oh, yeah. I think I remember I remember reading something about that. Yeah. So if I blink really fast, I can process more information? I don't think that's how it works. It's not like it makes you... It's not like it's a little lever that like pushes your information like, you know, treadmill further down or something. Like... Conveyor belt is more what I was looking for than treadmill to get the idea. But yeah, like apparently your brain uses it to like reset to change focus to something else or something. I don't know. I'm very conscious about my blinking right now. Yeah, me too. I know. I hate it. It's like one of those stupid things like, oh, you're now aware that your tongue exists and now you can feel it in your mouth and you don't like it. Apparently the world record for time without blinking was, hold on, wait, uh, I don't have the time here, but the guy said that it felt like getting a tattoo on his eyes, which is cool. How do they have an article about the long, the world record for not blinking, not with the time? Oh, I, it was an article. It was actually from another podcast that was talking about not blinking. Oh. But, uh, oh, God, the world record is apparently one hour, five minutes, and 11 seconds. Uh, <laughs> can we stop talking about this one? I just don't want to talk about this one anymore. Can we just say it would be bad? And I mean, it's not good. Our, yeah. And move on with our lives? Not that this one's much better, but at least is. Well, looks so like it's I, I think a solution to that one would be you just have like windshield wiper type of things. <laughs> you would just install eyelids, artificial <laughs> eyelids. Yeah, artificial eyelids with a mist spray. All right. So what if you couldn't blink was that one? But what if you couldn't stop laughing? Like when you're listening to this podcast, am I right? <laughs> <Huh>. Thanks for the <laughs> laugh yep. support, Ben. Um, so. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> so like legitimate question is this gonna be a problem with can you can you breathe and laugh at the same time because i feel like the answer is pretty close to yeah. no no i think yeah yeah no i'm trying to like when you're really really laughing like like beside yourself like at the end of it you're like it feels like you're dying a little bit <laughs> i think breathing is part of laughing like you take breaths in between <laughs> and i think that is all included as the action of laughing like, yes, you get out of breath, but you still breathe during it. I think that the answer... Oh, God, I hate this. I think that the answer is that at some point you tear some sort of core muscle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you think about how, like, like when you laugh a lot and, like, your sides hurt, right? Yeah, or, or like, when you have, like, a chronic cough for a while and it's right. just, like, you feel like your abs are ripped by the end of it and you're like, man... If only I had that all the time, but it wasn't a disease. Yeah, your your abs would literally be ripped at the end of it, which sounds bad. Or it doesn't have to be like on the floor laughing. What if it's just like all around the world, a low hum of like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's so much worse. <laughs> Can you sleep while you're doing it? Uh, I think that's actually like a thing. I don't think you can. Laugh while you sleep. 
What if it's just like like every time you exhale, it's like <laughs> and like instead of snoring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh no, there is a condition. There is like you know some people sleepwalk, some people sleep laugh, which is terrifying. <laughs> God, imagine imagine if like your college roommate just laughed in their sleep. <laughs> How incredibly freaky that would be. And they, like, didn't tell you about it. Right, or yeah. Or it, it could be one of those things where, like, they don't know because they're asleep. Yeah. I mean, I figure someone would tell them eventually. Yeah, but some people, like, some for some reason, like, some people, like, just think it's rude, like, and it, it is a little rude if you don't know the person very well, but, like, some people, like, don't know they snore because no one ever brings it up and they don't know because they're asleep. Yeah, but yeah. laughing is a little different. Yeah, no, that would be, that's that's breakfast conversation. You'd be like, hey, did you have a funny dream last night? No, why? Well, you were laughing. And they're like, I was? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> so it would be either, wow, this one's, this one's worse than the blinky one. So either your, your muscles would tear or there would just be a low hum of horrible mini laughter heard around the world. Can you laugh without smiling? Because your face would get, would start to hurt a lot. After a while, if you were smiling the whole time. Oh, you're going to tear face muscles too? Oh, man. Tear your face. Because, <laughs> like, if if you get in a laughing fit, then your your face does start to hurt. That's happened to me. I mean, I think if on the low hum one, if it's just, like, an unconscious thing, I don't think you'd necessarily be smiling. Like, try to laugh without smiling. See, now I'm laughing is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah, you can just barely do it. It's horrible. <laughs> it feels bad. <laughs> can't do it i'm just actually <laughs> like laughing right now I'm not sure if we're can't. laughing at ourselves or just trying to force it all right here's one that's not body horror thank god what if all books disappeared i think the answer to this one sadly is that it wouldn't actually make a huge difference in today's life at this point yeah we have almost everything is digital or we have digital copies of everything but i mean in some situations you might rely on a, a physical book yeah like instruction manuals and stuff yeah, that's a big one, like operations manuals for things. Like, yeah, because I think sometimes you don't get the digitals. Like, if you install, like, a complicated HVAC, like, they'll give you the, the big manual, but not it won't always have the digital copy with it. Also, like, a lot of the stuff that you do for yourself, like like a notebook or something, like, I don't know about you guys, but I have, like, I have always, like, a work notebook where I keep, like, you know, like my, you know, daily notes and things from work, and I keep that all... Uh, handwritten because that's the most convenient way for me to do it i think it is like even though there are digital manuals and stuff i think it is sometimes more convenient to have the hard copy because like i've tried to look at uh, user manuals on my phone before and it's not the easiest thing to navigate yeah definitely yeah and i think and like i remember in college too like you get the you can get like the the textbooks that would get digital sometimes because they were cheaper that way and it's so hard to just like go through it that way as opposed to like having the physical book do they still have like hard copy textbooks in schools now or not or do they just do it all digital no they got hard copies because they have like every i think students have laptops now or like tablets well you still gotta sell the books because i mean you can sell them digital too but you gotta sell the books so that the professors who wrote them make money right but you just have a digital copy of it yeah or you don't give them the option to make them buy the more expensive one bam <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you get them but no, I, I wouldn't, I, I can't imagine that that's, you can't get the physical books because it's just, again, just for the convenience of being able to learn, you know, it's easier to learn it from the book than having a digital copy. I'm t I was talking specifically about like high school and middle school because they used to just give us the textbooks. I can't imagine they've stopped. Well, now I would think they would give you a digital version of the textbook. No, I don't think that's true. I don't actually know because I'm not in high school, and middle school, so... A lot of things are different in school now than when I was in school. A textbook is still status quo in schools. Okay. What other situations do books come up in? There's not that many, right? Is, is there times where you're like referencing a book while you're like outside doing something? Like where it's inconvenient to have like a laptop? I guess you could have the phone. Like, I mean, that's, phone with it. I think that's where the user manual came in. I guess, it's one of, I guess it is one of those things where, yes... It would be an inconvenience in that, you know, a lot of the people that were already using books for things because they like they prefer the books would have to readjust to get the digital versions. And I'm sure there would be some percentage of books that only exist in paper and not digital. But I feel like that's like going to be the minority besides like historic stuff. I feel like the Bible is often hard. Like I never imagined. I mean, there's definitely 
digital versions of the Bible, but I feel like people prefer the hard copy of the Bible. Yeah, no, I think I think that's true. Um, it's again, it's one of those things where yeah, it would inconvenience people, and there would be an adjustment period, and there would definitely be something lost in the cracks. But generally, we just are so redundant, and you know, have so many options and tools nowadays that it would we would just adapt like pretty quickly. I think this next one though is definitely not something we can adapt to easily. And that is, what if there was an actual Sharknado? Here we go. Now we're in some absurd hypothetical territory. <laughs> so. I don't. I never watched Sharknado, so I don't know the logics behind the the actual formation of it. But are the sharks? Is it like the same sharks that are constantly in the air from the same tornado, or is it like sharks are cycled out, or how does it work? They're in the air of a, of the same tornado, so it, it's not actually not that far fetched in that there are you know when a tornado forms a water, it'll, it'll become a water spout and it will actually throw fish up into the air. And so you literally will have real life tornadoes where there's fish inside that like, you know, will land all over like your town. So but in this case, the sharks stay in the tornado and they're they're like a part of the tornado. Right. So again, it can, like I said, a sharknado could theoretically happen in that there could definitely be sharks in a tornado. The, the problem is, is, is that sharks don't typically are that, you know, grouped that closely together. You're not going to have like 50 sharks Especially not the ones in the Sharknado movies that are like all in a pod that all get sucked up by the tornado. Do tornadoes form in places where sharks would be? Yeah. I don't know what like conditions you need to for I a tornado to technically, form. Technically, the Sharknado is generally, I'm looking at like, I'm looking at the Sharknado wiki right now. The page Sharknado weather phenomenon. And it seems like they're actually hurricane related generally. Oh, hurricane, not tornadoes. Oh wait, no. A couple of them are tor- so so. It started with a hurricane that sucked them up and and flung them inland, and then tornadoes did spring up and and grab them. Apparently, I don't know. Sharknado operates under some kind of logic. <laughs> I will say, I think the best, the best, the best, my or my favorite scene from the Sharknado movie. I think I only saw the first one, but there was one scene where they're like trying to get away by car and like they're on this highway where there's like maybe two inches of standing water and there's just like a 10 foot shark in it <laughs> like it's just like the fin shows up and it's like so i guess the sharks also have the ability to become very very thin <laughs> when required they made six sharknado movies yeah what <laughs> six they made six i would say i would have guessed four on my high end god looking through this article the way it escalates is hilarious because like by the fifth one, apparently uh shark are spent sent into space. That sounds about right. Well, it is called Sharknado 5 Global Swarming. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. <laughs> uh, and the sixth one involves time travel. So there's that. It's about time is the, the tagline or the subtitle. Wait, so did it isn't there the new Crash game is called It's About Time. Did they steal that from Sharknado? <laughs> apparently. No, it's, I've seen that on other game, on other things too. It, it's, I think it's a clever title for a sequel about time travel, especially one that you know is long overdue. Well, not anymore. If if Sharknado already did it, yeah, it's kind of jumping the shark. <laughs> no, I, I think it's definitely been done like well prior to any of those. I'm trying to remember because I, I definitely saw it once before in a in a game that was like that that you know it was like five years ago. So Sharknado nor Crash Bandicoot were the first ones to 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 come on that particular pun. So I don't think we've actually talked about the actual hypothetical. We've talked about the logistics of the hypothetical forming. Yeah, so what if the Sharknado was real? I mean, it's bad, right? But that's the most of the answers that's bad. I mean, yeah, it's bad. But so, like, like, what do you prep differently for a tornado than you do a shark tornado, a Sharknado? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I guess it's just really about... Tornadoes are already super destructive. It's already, yeah, it's already hunkering down. Like, the tornado is the dangerous part. The sharks are just window dressing. Yeah. Right. The sharks are just more debris. There's other debris as well. Are you less likely to have a pool if sharknadoes are a thing? <laughs> Why? So, like, say a shark is flung towards your house. <laughs> if you don't have a pool, it's going to land and eventually die because it's a shark just on ground. But if you have a pool, it could land on the pool and you have a shark in your pool then. I think it still dies. Yeah, probably. That is true. It does. <laughs> I guess you're right. It does still die. Okay. Well... Fair. That's actually probably a bonus. Maybe you have more pools because 
you know, shark meat is, is, is you can't really <laughs> farm it out in the, you know, you're not allowed to hunt sharks, I don't think, to forget shark fins. But if it's in your pool and just dies, I think you can just sell that. <laughs> Finders keepers. Could you make a Sharknado farm where you <laughs> where you farm all the sharks from the Sharknado? Like, you just have a big vertical net that just catches all the sharks and dumps them in a pool. <laughs> now, that's how you do it. That's that's how you do absurd hypotheticals right there. It, t- it, took us, it took us to the second to last question of the episode, but we got there. All right. Last question for the day. What if every funeral was a Viking funeral? I'll just say, I don't know that much about Viking funerals, but they are the ones with the boats that you light on fire, right? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was just like, that's the only thing I, I know about Viking funerals. I don't know anything else about them. Um, Let's see. So you, I guess you send it out to the, oh, does it have to be the ocean or does it just any body of water or is it even the ocean? Because the ocean, I don't know if it would go out. Oh, apparently, actually, technically, a Norse funeral just is just a ship burial they're not necessarily sent out into water it's not just buried in the ship which is still cool but less cool so is there like a specific name for what we're thinking about um okay manonical ship burials um it might not be a real thing (laughs) (laughs) no don't disappoint me well hold on then all right uh okay hold on it's like in every single pop culture thing though yeah i know all right, well let's 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 not ruin everybody's day about Viking funerals not being real and talk about if the, the, they happen like the movies. Okay, I guess so I we can. Be, right. I don't want to be disappointed. We can like just this assume that right now. Yeah, we can. Assume... We're too close to the end for me to end on a sour note of of this isn't what the Vikings did and they're not as cool as I thought they were. Yeah, well, assume that the movie version is the real version. Sure. Yeah, my I I, I also back up Ben's googling that it doesn't appear. It, it doesn't look like, like they happen not. exactly like that. Yeah, they involve ships and you know doing that, but um. Typically, it's not, it's not, you don't sent off to sea with a, you know, a flaming arrow and they let the ship sink. Also, that's based on like 20 seconds of research. So we could be wrong about that. (laughs) (laughs) So assuming it has to go out to sea or a big enough, I guess a big enough lake is okay. Yeah. I think the idea is that it has to at least like get out of sight line. So does it have to be on a ship or is it just like. No, I think anything like. Anything that floats out. Is a canoe big enough? That'd be bigger than a canoe, like some sort of boat. I think a canoe is the minimum, so it has to ha- it has to have the body on it. Mm-hmm. So it has to be able to float the body stably. But like, what about just like a raft? So just anything that floats that holds the body. I don't think you can do a Viking funeral on a kayak. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like a thing. It's like, yeah, you could do it on a raft, but you can also like, but you don't bury people in a potato sack. It's their funeral. You do it nice. I'm sorry, I can't tell you about the kayak. It looks so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> It took me a second to get the mental image. Got, now I have got it. the oar just re- like sort of sitting on the front too. <laughs> Eventually, I mean, if you're sending stuff out to the ocean, it's I don't know how it works exactly, but isn't it just gonna wash back up on shore? I guess why you burn it. No, it's still gonna. There's there's still gonna be a ve- well, probably pretty quickly, a fair amount of debris. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of uh, bodies. It would be good for the coral reefs. Coral reefs love debris like that. They love love forming on that kind of crap. They'll actually, like, send out junk to sea. Like, they'll send cars out and, like, dump them in the ocean so that it can seed uh, new coral reef growth because they like to have, I don't know, debris to, to, to build on. Well, I mean, that's I guess that's just, like, decomposing stuff on Earth as well. It, vegetation likes that. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's healthy for the ocean. <laughs> so, I, wait, also, I guess if you're going to send it out to sea, you have to find, like, a riptide, right? That's the only way for this to work. <laughs> yeah, the, the uninformed is just like throwing the boat out just like comes back on a wave it's like oh, they shit. won't take him well that's what i was implying by it would wash back up on shore oh i see I <laughs> oh see. i thought you meant like eventually like yeah, the, the, no. the, the bits of wood and the bodies oh you know there'd be a bo- lot of bodies going out there would pretty locally that would probably attract sharks huh yep we might have a sharknado problem i got a crossover <laughs> episode that's actually probably what would happen is that the, like, because if you have to go to the shore on the sea, you know, based, I'm not sure how many people we have per mile of, you know, coastline, and especially a mile of coastline that's nice enough to have a funeral on, there's going to be, you know, a pretty steady stream of ships going out, and yeah, you're going to attract the predators. They're oh, going to- Scavengers. Scavengers. There's probably going to be, like, a lot of birds and stuff. And they're going to build that, eco- you're going to build that ecosystem- and then a tornado is going to come in eventually, and it's going to pick all of them up. <laughs> so 
I am more than happy concluding this one on if you, if every funeral is a Viking funeral, we would have Sharknados. Sounds good to me. Sounds awful to me, but I agree with the logic, I guess. <laughs> All right, so so that's it for our lightning round questions. We do have one more um, thing to do, which is, of course, our would you rather question. Ben, are you ready? Yes. Would you rather be able to make it rain or snow? So so if I choose, if I, whichever of these I choose, it happens regardless of the temperature, right? Yeah, but it'll be snow it would just melt quickly, I think. Right. Yeah, 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 of course. With these abilities, do you have the ability to make it not snow if you don't want it to snow and not rain if you don't want it to rain? Or is it... Nope. Just if it's not It's only raining, generating. It That's a good question. Yeah, it's only generating it. So it... Weather happens normally, so it might just be raining that day and you have no control over that. But if it's a nice day, you can choose to make it rain or snow. How much... How much... Like, what distance are we talking about here? Let's say... Like, uh, how big is a weather pattern? Like a few square miles? Like, let's say five, like a five by five mile area. Like, like, like your town. Got it. Okay. So it's pretty localized overall. Yeah. It's not like your backyard, but it's local weather. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not the world. Well, yeah. It's not like, like, you know, you can't like black out Massachusetts or something. Like, I mean, I feel like in that case, it has to be snow, right? Like, that's a fun party. Like, I feel like you're getting to the point where it's mostly a party trick. People get, ex- yeah, more excited about snow than they do rain. Well, there is there is one factor, which is that as a, as a like, hey, this is cool thing, snow is obviously better. However, if you can make it rain in a, like, five by five mile area, you will get hired as an irrigation system. Huh. Especially if you go to like the desert or something, right? Or you just think about like I know that I know that there was a lot of like drought happening. As I actually heard this, I I do a like a farm share box, and the um the farm was talking about how they had a lot of issues this year because we were in drought for a while, and I'm just thinking about you know how many farms would yeah they'd pay you to come out and just make it rain for a little while. Yeah, I mean California always has like rain like lack of rain problems. Yeah. You'd be pretty good at fighting forest fires. You'd be very good at fighting forest fires. Or actually just preventing them. Yeah, only you. Smokey would actually, Smokey the Bear would finally be right. Only you can prevent forest fires. I, I like that we both went to the exact same joke at the exact same time. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, in these warm areas where the drought would be an issue, snow would serve the same purpose. It would just melt. Yes, but rain would be more efficient, right? It probably would be more efficient. It'd be, you'd get more rain probably than you get water out of snow right exactly yeah so, so rain would definitely like you couldn't snow on crops for example mm-hmm. well it would melt so it would fall onto the ground and then it would melt it would melt but it's also not good for the crops especially if you're doing enough liquid like i think you would weigh them down and plants wouldn't like that i feel like if you're if you're gonna go the farming route or the f- fire prevention route i think rain is better rain is definitely better for that it is, but I am very practical, and I am probably going to go with rain. I mean, it would be cool to go to places that don't normally see snow and make it snow and show people snow. Like, I, yeah. I mean, you could, there's also, you could also get jobs as a snow person. Like, you could go to a ski resort and, you know, keep their mountains nice and fluffy. You could That's do bu- birthday parties. You could do birthday parties. Also, like, you could, um, like be well ben like when you could control the weather you could be people want a a a snow a snowy wedding you could you could do a snow graced wedding or something that'd be no one that'd be a party no one wants a rainy wedding so actually sort of on that note when i live in texas we lived in like a really like a a wealthy area or i guess yeah it was it was a wealthy area and we would always drive around and see all like the rich people with giant houses like the lights that they did and stuff and there was this one house that every year on christmas day would bring in snow machines and snow their entire yard. Oh, that's so cool. So yeah, so you, you could, could do that. You could do that. Yeah, snow in the summer is a very cool thing. I don't know. I I I I still think I think I would still prefer to do the rain. Rain is definitely more practical and you can get paid better if you want to do that. It's more reliable work. I don't know if snow could be your full-time job. Rain could totally be your full-time job. I don't know. I'm 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 leaning snow. I, I want to be the guy who can make it snow, not the guy ah, who can make it rain. I want to make it rain. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. That's not surprising that Marcus chose snow for the story. Yep. Do it for the gram <laughs> for the party trick. 
Um, hmm. I'm torn between the two. I think I'm going to go rain as well. It is more practical. There it is. All right. Well, these two idiots raining on my parade, but that'll bring us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to help support the show, the best way to do that, go to www.patreon.com slash absurdhypotheticals and click on that Become a Patron button. It is just $1 a month, just the one tier, and you get access to our monthly behind-the-scenes episodes where we go into how we make the show. Um, we kind of just talk about the previous month's questions. We kind of do... We, we've been doing a bunch of random things in the behind-the-scenes lately, ha- either having guests or, you know, workshopping new ideas for the show. Yeah, that's a place where we like to experiment on things, too, sometimes. Yeah, exactly. So if you want to see, if you want to get the sneak preview on the the next things coming to the show or the things that we try that are never going to be on the show because we find out they crash and burn and don't work, (laughs) that's the place to do it. So like I said, it's a real behind the scenes look and it's a nice little, a more casual laid back version of the podcast. So if you like just listening to us talk, it's a good way to do that more. Every time you make this spiel, I like to count how many times you say casual and laid back. (laughs) <laughs> it's all the time because that's what it is it's it's what we're doing there anyway that's that you guys know how to do it i'm sure you do lots of other patrons so just add us to your list and either way join us next week for our very special thanksgiving episode guys thanksgiving Yay. celebrate give thanks turkey. eat turkey and gravy and i guess watch football if you're like a sports guy or girl or non-gender specific or non-binary um football's for everybody (laughs) true good good football ad there marcus thank you for that in (laughs) it's good we made we made 38 dollars per listener by airing that that's how ads work right yeah sure you didn't say what the question was that's our thanksgiving episode they can find out